So when your clairvoyance begins to open, you can come up against some signs, some different things that occur all around you that you might not know the answers to. And today's episode is dedicated to helping you understand the signs that your clairvoyance is opening. So stay tuned. Welcome to Spiritual and Ambitious. I'm your host, Whitney McNeil. I'm a certified medium and spiritual teacher, and I help spiritual and ambitious souls just like you live your life purpose through your career and attract abundance by connecting into your intuition and spirit guides. Let's get spiritual and ambitious. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Spiritual and Ambitious Podcast. And today we are covering the signs that your clairvoyance is opening. Now you don't want to miss my class all about how to communicate with your spirit guides because I also go into all of the different intuitive languages inside of that class. And the link to it is in the show notes. But I definitely wanted to dive in a little bit deeper today into clairvoyance. It is such a hot topic when it comes to developing intuition. I think that every person that I've ever worked with wants clairvoyance, but they're either afraid of actually having the ability or if they have the ability, they second guess it. Now, some people are absolutely like thinking it's the best language to have, and it's not. It is just an intuitive language, and every single intuitive language is as beneficial as another one. So what I love to tell my students is please learn to love the way that you receive messages, but that also doesn't mean that you can't develop clairvoyance. So I refer to my students who can see spirit or see energy as seers. And I'm really just talking about opening up your clairvoyant center, which is governed by our third eye chakra. And our clairvoyant center really does exist in that area. So you've probably heard of the third eye. And the third eye is like this let's say, invisible eye that just kind of sits above your real eyes, above your eyebrows, but in the center of the forehead, a little bit down. And it's different for everybody where it sits. It's going to be in the same vicinity, but depending on your chakras and your energy and your body and your alignment, it might be a little bit farther up, a little bit farther down, but generally speaking, that's where it is. What's interesting about the chakra is most chakras when you're standing up are going to either be vertical. So for instance, your crown chakra opens at the top of your head and just funnels into your body. Your root chakra opens out at the bottom of your genitals and funnels into the body. And then your other chakras like your solar plexus and heart chakra, they open in the front of the body and then the output of that chakra right on the other side of the back. It's like this horizontal line. Your third eye is diagonal. It opens up around that third eye area I was describing in the center of your forehead. But the end of the chakra as it goes through the body is actually going to be at the base of your skull. So it's really interesting. And one of the signs that your clairvoyance is opening up is 
feeling pressure or tension or even tingles in this area. So in the forehead or the back of the head. Now, of course, if you ever feel anything that is abnormal, please talk to your doctor. This podcast episode is not meant to replace any kind of doctor visit, and I'm not giving you any kind of health advice. What I've noticed, though, is that if you are already seeing that your clairvoyance is developing, then you're most likely sensitive to energy. And when you're sensitive to energy, you can start to feel this area expanding. And I call it sometimes the intuitive muscle. And I use that term loosely, no matter what kind of intuitive language you're speaking. But if you're opening up your clairvoyance center and you're using it a lot and you haven't in the past, then you start to notice in air quotes here, a soreness. Just like if I were to go out and run a mile, I probably would experience soreness in my body because I don't run a mile every day. Even though I have these muscles, I'm probably going to be engaging and using them more than I do in my daily activities and routines. And the same exists for your third eye. So that is one of the symptoms. And when I started to develop my intuition and learn that I was primarily a seer, which means I can see clairvoyantly, I remember doing 13 readings in a row and oh my goodness, my head hurt so bad afterwards. So it is using this visual center that is what you can refer to as intuitive or psychically or astrally, whatever really term works for you. But the way that I teach this is this center is receiving information from spirit. And that is part of your intuition. And since we're talking about the body, when you're utilizing this center, your eyes may also become more sensitive. And one of the reasons is because as your eyes are here to help us see, you're also having a chemistry adjustment in your entire physiology, your body, to help you perceive information and energy that you were not used to before. So when we are clairvoyant, and even though we're talking about the third eye, we tend to utilize our eyes more. And so if your eyes are becoming more sensitive, maybe you're noticing that you cannot stand the decorations in your home anymore, or color is really important, or you can't look at clutter, or you're really more sensitive to laptops and computers and electronics and things like that. Of course, see your doctor. Don't just say, this is what's happening. But I've noticed that as you become more sensitive to energy, you literally become more sensitive, and especially in this area. Now, another thing that I tend to receive for myself and I tend to understand from my students is that vision becomes more and more important for you too. So you might need to see outside. So I'm sitting here recording this podcast episode and I have a closed window. I need to open up my blinds so I can see, like I need that. But other times I might need to kind of go into a cave and everything's overstimulating. So vision can be really important and you just kind of have to go with the nuances of what that is. But I've noticed that vision for me in general is something that's really important. And when I am sensing something from spirit, I tend to stare off. 
And if I'm staring off, I'm not seeing what's going on in the tangible world, but I am utilizing that energy from my eyes just by staring and I'm keeping them open and I don't even realize it. So understanding that what you're seeing can affect you in your daily life. But when you are tuning in and receiving clairvoyant information, you tend to use your eyes a bit more. So therefore, you can physically be more sensitive too. Another symptom is simply colors. Colors are so beautiful. I love them. But I want to tell you a story about colors. So I like to choose what I want to wear depending upon my mood and my energy and my feeling. And so while those things can be a little bit more clairsentient, the color representation is such an extension of my energy. And when you are a seer, you need to see certain colors. You will get tired of seeing colors that bore you. You will want to change colors when your vibration changes. And for me, I have fun colors all around. So I have a multicolored water bottle. I have multicolored things that I buy in my house. And honestly, it kind of looks like I have bought items in my house that look like I have a small young child or at least a tween in my house. And I don't. I just like fun colors. So just know that color can shift and change. And if you're standing in your closet and you see that you have a lot of a certain color or you are lacking a certain color, there's usually an imbalance there. But it will also show you what your energy is trying to help you perceive intuitively through your clairvoyance, trying to teach you and show you where you may need to attend to more of a chakra. So that was my story of you know, color is important, but guess what? Your clairvoyance is drawing you to certain colors. And now that you know this, you can physically see, oh, you know what? My clairvoyance is trying to tell me that I need more attention to my, let's say my third chakra. Let's say that you have no yellow or you hate the color yellow, or let's say that you love the color yellow and your third chakra could be just way too open. So there's a message in there as well. Now, colors are symbolic too. And I and my students will tend to see colors when you're meditating or talking to your spirit guides. So colors can mean so many things. What normally happens if you're an energy worker and you're working on chakras and helping to heal the body You'll notice that when you're working in a certain area of somebody's energy or even yourself, when you're really connecting in to whichever chakra you're on, you will probably see a color. And so when you're first developing your clairvoyance, this is normally what happens. You might just be going through the instructions of how to give a Reiki treatment or you're giving yourself a Reiki treatment. Or maybe you've been doing Reiki for years and all of a sudden colors pop up and you're like, what is this? That is your clairvoyance. And it's saying, hey, I'm here. I'm trying to get you to work with me. I'm opening up a little bit more. When you're meditating and you see colors, this is a symbol. This is one of the easiest ways that spirit can come through. And it's a natural way where you'll understand, oh, this is green. Oh, this is pink. When you get these colors, 
one at a time, you could ask, what does this mean? What does this represent? And this is what we go into inside of my program with my students. And the colors can mean so many things. But colors in general, when you're receiving messages in your meditation, or if you're talking to your spirit guides and they're giving you answers through colors, this is a way where spirit normally starts waking up that clairvoyant center. Now, colors also can appear around people. And so sometimes people say, I'm seeing blobs of color around you or blobs of color over there. I have students that will see blobs of color floating around in their home. And right now, I just wanted to direct our attention to when you're staring at somebody, especially when the lights are really dim, sometimes if your clairvoyance is opening up, all of a sudden, without any notice, you see this color around someone. And what you're doing there, you're seeing an aura. So these are some of the signs. Now, when we come back after this really quick break, I want to talk more about orbs, flashes of light, vivid dreams, those things. So stay tuned. As a professional psychic medium, I've done tens of thousands of readings, but I felt a call to move more fully into teaching intuition, but I still get so many requests about doing readings. So while I don't do readings anymore, I have brought in some very trusted colleagues who are now available for live one-hour readings on Zoom. If you would like to book your psychic medium reading, go to messengerofspirit.com forward slash appointments to see our available readers and schedule your Zoom reading today. Welcome back. Today, I'm talking about how to know the signs your clairvoyance is opening. And so far, we've talked about seeing auras. We've talked about colors in meditation. We've talked about headaches, tingles in the forehead, having sensitive eyes and other things. But now let's talk about colors in your home, which a lot of times we refer to as orbs. So if you're starting to see little floating lights, this is a great example of spirit light. And sometimes we refer to them as orbs. What are they? Well, they are most of the time representations of a spirit. When we pass over into the spirit realm, we can choose to show ourselves in whatever way, shape, and form we want to. And when you're seeing spirit lights, this is an example of how spirit can communicate with you in a way that is not so scary. So when we see these flashes of lights, you can just say, hey, I saw that. My clairvoyance is opening. Now, who are these lights? It's going to depend on every single light and every single situation. Sometimes it's a literally just an energy blob. Sometimes it is a loved one. Sometimes it is a spirit guide. And there's other reasons why too. But this would be a sign that your clairvoyance is coming online a little bit more, especially when you're watching TV and it's in a dim room at night. This can also happen just in the pitch darkness. And sometimes you will see these colors. When I was a little girl, I would sit in my room and I would have it pitch black. That's just the way that it was. We lived out in the country. There weren't any street lights. That's just how it was. And I would see these colors just morph and shift and change. And a lot of them were deep 
violet and deep blue. And sometimes they were different colors as well. Now that I'm older, sometimes I still see them in that vividness where they're very large. But most of the time I see them as little flashes of light that move. And sometimes if you don't believe yourself, you can even see them in a video on your phone or in a picture. So just know that that is an example of how your spirit guides are nurturing your intuition and showing you how you can communicate with them and that they are around you. Now, speaking of being in the darkness, let's talk about right before you go to sleep. So right before you go to sleep, sometimes if your clairvoyance is trying to open up a little bit more, you will start to see images of your day. Or let's just say if your mind won't, air quotes here, cut off, you might start to worry or think or kind of go into the hamster wheel of thought. If that hamster wheel of thought involves a lot of pictures where you can see people and situations or you're visualizing yourself doing something, your clairvoyance is opening up. If you are in bed and you get these random pictures of people and you're like, what does this mean? What's going on? You know, surely it has to be symbolic. Normally what happens is you're fluctuating in between your dream state and your awake state, which is really where we want to be when we communicate with spirit anyway. We want to be as relaxed as possible. Now, when you're communicating with your spirit guides during your day, you're probably not going to be as relaxed. I'm just saying that would be ideal for us because it's the easiest place for us to communicate. But that is that place where you are seeing things, symbols, seeing people. And that's an example that your clairvoyance is trying to wake up a little bit more. And each time you get these signs, each time you get these things, your spirit guides are watching and going, oh, cool. Are you going to freak out completely? Or are you going to actually be okay with this if we show you more things? Because sometimes people say, I really want clairvoyance, but what if I see a person? So know that when your clairvoyance is first waking up, generally these are the signs. You're not going to just see an apparition, though it does happen. When you are in that dark room right before you go to sleep, let's say your eyes are open and you start to see shadows. Sometimes people get really freaked out and I understand why I've been there in a spirit circle where it's pitch black and I'm seeing someone move in front of me, but it is not a physical, tangible person. It is a spirit person. And so it can feel very disorienting, but that would also be a sign that your clairvoyance is waking up. The more that you're okay with it, the more spirit will show you more things. If you're not okay with it, you tell them, hey, you know, like I'm good for now. Like I'm not sure I want anything else at the moment. So you can see random pictures, random faces, things like that before you go to sleep. And then I also wanted to say too, when you do go to sleep, you will oftentimes, when your clairvoyance is waking up, you will oftentimes have vivid dreams. And when you have vivid dreams, you will wake up and remember them. Let's say just five seconds. Remember where you were, who you were with, and what they looked like. And so that is an example that your clairvoyance is also coming online. You're doing a lot of work in the dream time about this. And it's really important for you to just talk to your spirit guides after you wake up and say, hey, I remember XYZ dream, or I remember this and that. And then just tell them what you're comfortable with. 
Now, one of my favorite signs that you are coming online with your clairvoyance is that when you meditate, you get visions of what your life is going to look like. Or maybe you're talking to your spirit guides and you ask them, hey, what should I do? You know, what is my next right aligned step to do X, Y, Z, whatever your goal, your desire is? What is the next right step for my highest and best regarding my career or something of that sort? When you ask those questions and then you are in meditation or you're talking to your spirit guides, you start seeing yourself visually doing something. I have a lot of students that listen to my guided meditations. And when they listen to the guided meditations, their clairvoyance is coming online when they are able to see whatever is being said in the meditation. And sometimes people just go on an astral visit and they're not following along with the words. They're just kind of doing their own thing, but they're seeing things. I say this with another reminder. Please know that you're not doing anything wrong if you can't see It is not everybody's primary intuitive language. For me, it is my primary intuitive language, but know that your intuitive languages change over time. You can develop your clairvoyance, but what I see people do is let's say they come in and they are more clairsentient and they're claircognizant, and somehow they really want to see spirit. And so instead of developing the way they were primarily made energetically by developing and nurturing their clairsentience and claircognizance, they will then just spend all their energy and effort in developing their clairvoyance. And then they're like, I'm not getting the results I'm wanting. And it's like, did you actually lean in to how you're naturally made to receive intuitive messages? And if their answer is no, I just focused all my attention on this language that is not let's say, naturally geared for me, then of course, it's going to take more time. But if you can lean into your intuitive language and then just see other languages that are not necessarily the easiest for you as bonuses, then you will have much better results. So I hope to see you inside of my spirit guide class that is coming up soon. And we're going to dive in a little bit more to all the intuitive languages. But the most important thing that I'm going to be talking about is actually how to attach your intuition to your spirit guides, meaning how to communicate with your spirit guides. So check the show notes to get into that free class that's coming up soon. And I'm going to be back next week with a brand new episode. But until then, here's to staying spiritual and ambitious. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. And if you loved it, would you please share it with a friend? I would also love your review and a reminder to subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can find me at messengerspirit.com and you can take the four intuitive languages quiz and find show notes there too. If you want to connect on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram, you can find me at messenger of spirit. I'll meet you right here next week. Here's to stand spiritual and ambitious. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.